0: Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 19th of April and I'm now going to run through latest developments in the markets and our thoughts about where markets are headed. Well, equity has continued their strong run last week with global markets gaining a further 0.8% or so to be up as much as 10.7% since the start of the year. Part of the reason for this continued resilience is earnings. The reporting season in the States kicked off last week and basically the big banks all reported and essentially they reported stellar results on the back of strong trading and advisory revenues. Earnings of US financial companies are now forecast in the first quarter to be up over 100% or so on a year earlier. For the S&P 500, which is the key US equity index. The market now expects growth of 30% or so, up from 25% all of a week ago. And just as important as the upward revisions to the current quarter, or the quarter just gone, earnings estimates for the remainder of the year are also being revised up. The strong news from the US has not just been limited to earnings. We had news that retail sales in March posted a gain of just under 10% on the back of the reopening of that economy and also no doubt the $1,400 stimulus checks which most Americans will now receive through the post. Coming months, we'll see very, growth, very strong growth numbers um, across much of the world as the bulk of the world reopens. And China, it has to be said, is probably the one major exception to this. It has very much already past the peak rebounding growth, with the authorities now at the margin actually taking action to dampen rather than boost activity. We had the first quarter numbers out for Chinese GDP last week and they showed GDP up as much as 18.4% on a year earlier. But if you look at the gain compared to the previous quarter rather than a year ago, the gain was a much smaller 0.6%. Even so, for the year as a whole, for 2021 as a whole, we're still probably looking at growth of as much as close to 9%, and that will be higher than almost any other major economy achieves, possibly with the exception of India. The global economic rebound is starting to be seen not just in the growth numbers, but also in the inflation numbers. We had the March inflation numbers out in the States last week. And these showed headline inflation picking up from 1.7% to 2.6%. And also the core measure, which strips out the most volatile elements, which are food and energy, that also rose from 1.3% to 1.6%. We're almost certainly going to see a further marked increase in inflation over the next couple of months. And this may well cause some jitteriness in markets, even though the Fed insists it will look through any such rise in inflation because it believes most of it will be largely temporary. Government bond yields, though, or government bonds, though, have actually calmed down following their sort of bout of hysteria earlier in the year. If you look at 10-year US Treasury yields, um, they've fallen back some 0.2% or so uh, from their high in March of 1.77%. And what this has done has very much eased fears That the sell-off in bonds was getting out of control and that in turn could derail the equity market rally. Almost certainly bond yields will in due course resume their upward trend, but still we don't expect the speed or the size of the mood to be large enough to cause too much of a problem for equities, while earnings growth is strong and being revised upwards. Within equities, at least until a few weeks ago, the big story since November has really been the the rotation away from the expensive high growth areas, which were the big winners last year, to the cheaper, more cyclical value areas of the market. The energy, materials and financial sectors have all been outperforming significantly. While the fall back in bond yields over the last few weeks or so, has led to this rotation towards value unwinding a bit but very much we expect this reversal to be only temporary. The combination of a strong economic rebound, a renewed upward trend in bond yields and a still unusually large valuation gap between growth and value stocks all means that we expect this move in favour of value to resume later this year. The UK continues to stand out as one of the cheapest markets and should certainly benefit from this trend. While UK equities have outperformed in recent months, though so far they've only reversed a small part of their pronounced underperformance in the previous years, and very much still have considerable catch-up potential. Well, that's our views for this week. Um, Thank you for listening, and I'll be back again in a week's time. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.